Welcome to the WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio share Today, we will be live on the air until 6 o'clock p.m. with guest hosts from the local community. And to say thank you for your financial support, we have some great gifts to enrich your Catholic faith. Operators are standing by right now to take your tax-deductible pledge. So call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit wsficatholicradio.org to make your donation online. Okay, top of the hour to you. It's 4 o'clock. We're going into drive time. And here at WSFI, we're going into overtime because we're in our share and we're working hard to make sure that we can stay on the air and reach up to 8 million souls. And speaking of reaching souls, I can't think of a more worthy guest than our next guest on this program. He is Reverend Canon Matthew Tallarico. A native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Canon Matthew Tallarico was ordained to the priesthood by our very own Cardinal Raymond Burke in June of 2007 for the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest. Canon Tallarico studied at the International Seminary of the Institute of Christ the King in Florence, Italy from 2001 to 2007. He is currently serving as rector of the Shrine of Christ the King in Chicago, as well as the Provincial Superior for the Institute's American Province, which includes apostolates in 19 dioceses coast to coast. The title Canon for Priests of the Institute refers to the specific lifestyle and mission which the Institute of Christ the King has received from the Church. The priests live in community with oblate brothers and chant together various parts of the divine office, morning, midday, and evening. The institute is consecrated to Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception and is inspired by the spirituality of St. Francis de Sales, the doctor of divine charity. The institute's national headquarters is located at the Shrine of Christ the King in Chicago, which is home to a 17th century statue of Christ the Infant King. And you can learn more about the Institute at www.institute-christ-king.org. So, Ken and Matthew, it's such a privilege to have you at WSFI. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm grateful to be here. And we're grateful for the beautiful, beautiful work that you're doing. I want to talk to you first a little bit about the Feast of St. Joseph tomorrow. How can St. Joseph help all of us to have a great Lent? Yes, that's a great question. You know, St. Joseph is the silent one. In all the Gospels, uh, not one word of his has been recorded. And the silence of St. Joseph, I think, allows him to be an excellent listener. You know, Joseph listened to the angel when he was told to take Mary, his spouse, into his home. Uh, Joseph listened again when the angel told him to flee into Egypt, and, and again when it was safe to return to his homeland. So as a good listener, Joseph then promptly obeyed the voice of God. Obedience without delay, and simple obedience without complicated complaints. So I think, like St. Joseph, we must learn to, to tune out the noise of the world around us. We must learn to avoid superfluous conversations and excessive chatter so that we can be careful listeners to what God is telling us. 
and then the words we do say will have more meaning uh, now and, and also for eternity. And, you know, some people say, well, St. Joseph, he had it easy because God came to him in dreams and told him what to do. Well, um, it's true, we, we do not have uh, that privilege, but at the same time, Jesus is present at Mass. He's present in Holy Communion. Jesus is present in the confessional. So God is speaking to us each day in our, in our daily spiritual reading. Um, God maybe is trying to speak to us through those important people in our life, uh, our spouse, uh, an experienced family member, uh, a spiritual friend. So God is speaking to us constantly if only we care to pay attention, if only the, the ears of our hearts are not um, distracted by the, by the simple and, and the silly vanities of this world. So I think like St. Joseph, um, let us be good listeners of this Lent so that we can become better, better doers of God's will for us in our lives. Do you think St. Joseph speaks to us, or excuse me, God speaks to us in the interruptions, sometimes telling us to do a course correction? Yeah, sometimes he does. I mean, sometimes I think that, that in our own lives, we kind of have, we're kind of, we feel we're self-sufficient. Yes. We have it figured out. We have a program. And all of a sudden, somebody comes in that kind of juts into that and kind of turns that upside down. And I mean, that could be God trying to say, you know, you know listen to me. Um, I'm trying to get your attention. Um, you actually need to be doing something else, which would be better for you and more productive for the people around you. So please listen up. <laughs> um, so God, um, God tries to get our attention in many different ways, and it's up to us to listen, to pay attention, so that we can then uh, adapt our course uh, for His will and for the good of those around us. Yeah. So wh- why would devotion to St. Joseph be so important now in the world that we're in? Yes, well, I think there's a number of, 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 of things we could uh, evoke, but I, I kind of think of, of two virtues in particular that St. Joseph can especially help us with um, today, and that would be prudence, prudence in decision-making, and trust in God. You know, the litany of St. Joseph, we call him Joseph most prudent, uh, mm-hmm. to protect Jesus and Mary in the flight into Egypt, uh, to provide for their livelihood in that foreign land of Egypt, as well as in Nazareth. Joseph had to, he had to evaluate situations, he had to make careful choices, and then he had to act decisively at just the right time, he had to act as the leader of the family. Um, I mean, his actions would impact the salvation of the whole human race. Mm -hmm. Talk about a a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. So, um, to be prudent, Joseph had to be a man who was uh, paying attention, paying attention in thoughtful silence and, and prayer each day. Um, he had to avoid uh, the extremes of uh, indecisive fear and stubborn haste. Uh, Joseph had to, to put God's plan above the comforts and the caprices of human nature. And then Joseph had to make the best decision that he could for the family under the circumstances. And he had to trust that God would, would make up for his human deficiencies and his human limitations. So after prudence... Um, a trust is that, that second virtue of St. Joseph. Um, he, he trusted without always seeing when or how or why. Joseph trusted God to provide a way out of dangerous situations, and he trusted God to provide a means um, so that Joseph could help his family in desperate cases. Um, so I think to imitate St. Joseph in our own situations, um, our own perplexities, our own uh, fears, 
um, I think we have to remember um, really these three things. We could uh, to sum this all up. Um, silence allows us to pay attention. Prayer makes us prudent. And trust empowers us to do our best for God who will never allow us to fail. That is beautiful. Do you do you have a personal devotion to St. Joseph? It sounds like you do to St. Joseph, and are there certain prayers that you pray or recommend? Yes, indeed. Um, you know, um, here at the Shrine of Christ the King in Chicago, we're located um, uh, at South um, Woodlawn Avenue and 64th Street, about a mile from the lakefront near the, uni- near the University of Chicago. And in 2015, uh, our church suffered a really devastating fire and, it, and it, it destroyed the roof and a good part um, of the interior, and the insurance would not pay. So I truly felt like St. Joseph trying to find shelter for uh, my community, for all those souls um, under my pastoral care. Well, our Shrine of Christ the King community, together we prayed um, a beautiful prayer to St. Joseph by St. Francis de Sales, uh, the patron saint of the Institute of Christ the King. And slowly but progressively over time, and really against great odds, uh, that new roof was completely installed wow. uh, with the donor money and a large grant from the National Fund for Sacred Places to pay for it. So all the prayers of everyone daily to St. Joseph, and also, I believe, um, our community's efforts to imitate his virtues, to imitate his charity toward the surrounding community around us, to imitate his patience, his perseverance. Um, you know, it takes prayer to our saints, but also trying to imitate them, trying to walk in their footsteps the best way that we can in virtue, um, that is, I think, what attracts um, the blessings of God down to us through um, our, our saints' intercession. So did you... Compl- so, I'm sorry, go ahead. So every Wednesday um, here at the Shrine, um, the roof has been put on, but still, every Wednesday uh, we pray here at the Shrine of Christ the King. We pray the prayer to St. Joseph by St. Francis de Sales, because St. Francis de Sales is the patron of the Institute of Christ the King, and the Institute is that worldwide family of priests, um, oblate brothers, uh, religious sisters, and consecrated lay members uh, to which I belong. So um, St. Francis de Sales, uh, who better to teach us how to pray to, uh, to our dear St. Joseph? Do, do you happen to have that prayer handy by any chance? Yes, I do. Okay. Would you mind sharing it? Sure. Let us pray together and just lift up to St. Joseph all of our our cares, our perplexities, our worries, all those things upon our hearts, and let us pray. Glory, St. Joseph, spouse of Mary, grant us thy paternal protection. We beseech thee by the heart of Jesus Christ. O thou whose power extends to all of our necessities and who can render possible for us the most impossible things, open thy fatherly eyes to the needs of thy children. In the trouble and distress which afflict us, we confidently have recourse to Thee. Deign to take under Thy charitable charge this important and difficult matter, cause of our worries. Make its happy outcome be for God's glory and for the good of His devoted servants. Amen. Amen. So where are you in the renovation project now? I understand that you you have an event coming up that you might want to invite listeners to participate. Is it for the renovation oh, yes. of that church? Yes. The yes, shrine. thank you for that opportunity. So um, at, the, at the present moment, uh, you know, the roof and all the masonry work and, you know, has all been completed. 
Um, we waited a long time to get our building permits uh, through the COVID lockdowns. It took a whole year to get our permit wow. for the rest of the work we need to do to be able to reopen the church. But we, we have it, and we've been able to install the, the underground electrical uh, plumbing and the radiant heat systems in the church. And we just finished pouring um, the whole new floor slab of concrete uh, throughout the whole church in the narthex. Um, and so at this present time, uh, we're working to rebuild our choir loft. And um, so the choir can sing glory to God and, and lift up souls to God through the, beauty, the beautiful music of the Latin liturgy that we celebrate here at the Shrine. And specifically, um, on uh, the evening of uh, March 26th, Saturday evening, March 26th, about eight days from now, uh, we're having a special fundraising benefit dinner in order to um, help us uh, build uh, the uh, staircase from the narthex up into the choir loft and from the choir loft way up into the tower of the church. So we're calling it Building Steps to Heaven. And we invite um, 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 everyone to join us um, on that event Saturday evening, March 26th. It'll be at uh, the um, Camelot Banquets um, in Hickory Hills on 95th Street. And we have, um, we've sold well over 250 tickets, um, but um, it's last minute, but there's still room for more. So if people are able to visit our website, um, there's a whole a, a website dedicated to this event, um, and they can sign up. They can also b- bid on the silent auction items uh, starting uh, tomorrow, Saturday. Um, and um, if people are able to reserve their tickets this weekend, uh, there's still time before Monday's deadline. Wow. One more time, Ken, on the way people to purchase tickets for March 26th. Yes. So our website is institute-christ-king.com dot org slash Chicago slash Chicago you know <laughs> I can't help but think of the connection between that phenomenal miracle that was reported about St. Joseph's staircase are you familiar with that yes, yes maybe you want to tell that story indeed. yes indeed so there's a beautiful story of a convent of sisters uh, that needed um, the, they needed to build the church which they did but uh, after it was built uh, well Unfortunately, um, either the architect or the builders, I guess they were, they were kind of napping, and they, uh, they built the choir loft, but without a visible means to get up there for the <laughs> sisters. Uh, so so um, at that point, the sisters um, were looking to build it, but it was so difficult because of the angle and the way the building was built. It was really, really impossible uh, to build a, um, a, a good means to get up there. Um, and so they prayed and prayed to St. Joseph, and at the end of a novena to St. Joseph, um, a workman appeared out of nowhere um, with kind of old-fashioned tools, and he built them this spiral staircase that goes straight up into the choir loft without really any visible means of support. It really defies um, you know, the laws of basically of gravity and of engineering that this um, structural, um, without structural support, this staircase can simply go straight up into the choir loft vertical in, in a spiral fashion. Um, so it's a beautiful uh, miracle, and just um, an- another testimony that if people have, uh, if they pray with simple faith and, and humility, um, if they uh, persevere in that prayer, and if they try to imitate uh, the virtues of, of our saints, we try to be more patient with those around us. We try to be more generous uh, with that person who needs a helping hand. If we're more courteous and more grateful uh, to those around us, then um, our, our actions um, for the good of others, will bring down God's uh, blessings upon us through our prayers. And it's so amazing, uh, 
I've heard so much about the Institute of Christ the King, and you're still able to offer the traditional Latin Mass, is that correct? Yes, yes. So the charism of our Institute and the 12 countries around the world where we serve is to offer the traditional Latin Mass um, and the sacraments, um, and also with the spirit of St. Francis de Sales, our patron saint, we preach uh, days of recollection, and we also offer spiritual direction to individuals who might need spiritual direction. And we have daily confessions here at the Shrine as well to give people the opportunity to receive the healing power of grace through the sacrament of penance. Amazing. And so it's in the Archdiocese of Chicago. I know there's been a little bit of an upheaval here about being able to attend the Latin Mass, but if people still would like to attend the traditional Latin Mass, they're welcome to come to your um to your shrine of Christ the King. So anything else, Canon, why don't we give that um, the time of the event, the date of the event, and where people can get tickets. And I can't think of a better cause than going to your institute. You're such a blessing to us. So thank you. Well, thank, thank you very much. Yes, so everyone is invited to our, 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 our fundraising dinner, uh, Building Steps to Heaven. Uh, that will be on Saturday evening, March the 26th, um, beginning at 5 p.m., at Camelot Banquets in Hickory Hills on 95th Street, and you can reserve tickets by going to our website, institute-christ-king.org slash Chicago. And if people simply can't make it that evening, do you accept donations just online for people who just might want to help the cause? Oh, we would be very grateful for that. Yes, indeed. Uh, we offer um, one of our Sunday Masses here at the Shrine is offered for all of our benefactors each and every Sunday. So by visiting our website, people can get updates on our spiritual mission on the Days of Recollection here on the first Saturday of every month and on the special liturgies and, and other faith formation classes taught by the priests directly to the people here at the Shrine. Um, and um, at the same time, they can get updates on our restoration building project. Um, and um, they can also um, send in their prayer intentions to our monthly novena in honor of Christ the Infant King. Um, so our website, again, is institute-christ-king.org slash Chicago. Thank you, Ken, and maybe have you, please have your priestly blessing. Yes, through the intercession of, of St. Joseph, may God grant you health, a body, mind, and soul. May he grant you strength in your labors and patience in your trials. May he grant you conversion of heart and to all of those loved ones around you who are in need of it. And may God grant you grace and joy in doing His holy will each and every day. At benedictio de omnipotentis, patris et fidi et spiritus sancti, descendat super vos, et maniat semper. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Ken, and I wish you all the blessings in the world. Keep your courageous witness up, okay? Well, thank you, Angela. God bless you God bless and all of our listeners, and, and have a good rest of your Lent. Thank you so much. Bye bye now. Till we meet again. Thank you. I hope bye you'll bye. be coming to our. I hope you'll be coming to the Cardinal Burke event. I didn't realize the connection there until I read your bio. So, always welcome to come as our guest. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I would love to be there. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Thank you for being a part of the WSFI. Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio Sherathon. Stay tuned for more community hosts and opportunities to pledge your support. Call 224 206 8455. That's 224 206 8455. 
or visit our website, wsficatholicradio.org, to make your tax-deductible pledge.